There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Oh, Gabby. Welcome. Happy Friday. Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Lori back on Monday. In the meantime, once again, the highly talented Holly Roberts filling in. Hi, Diddly Hi. Neighborino. Happy Friday, everybody. Oh my gosh, it is gorgeous out today. Yeah, yes. Perfect. perfect. Gorgeous. And I'm going to tell you what? that it's going to be like that all weekend long. Sunny and 75. Perfect early fall. So get out there and do everything before we all become hermit shut-ins for the winter. Oh, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right. So we have a really fun show for you guys today. Okay. Starting with um, the big, big news that, that happened this morning. Johnny? Thank you. Do you believe in Yes, she had five years of farewell tours. <laughs> Ten years ago, <laughs> yeah. And now she's coming back. This is really exciting news, and she will be performing. I think it is her last U.S. concert next May 18th, Saturday, a Saturday night, May yeah. 18th, downtown Great Old St. Paul at the Excel Energy Center. I'm so in. I'm so excited. And here's if you want some tickets, I'm just going to give you that information. They're going to go on sale to the public next Friday at 10 a.m. at Live Nation. City Card members will have access to purchase the U.S. pre sale tickets starting next Wednesday, the 12th. I thought it would yeah. be American Express. No, I'm very sad about this. Oh, city, my goodness. City, city card Can we get a card by then? Oh, I'm pretty sure if you negotiate things Ooh. right, a credit card company will be happy to open a line so? of credit for you at an interest rate of 35%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah, you know, But so this is so exciting. Oh, and, you know, yeah. she's her new album that we know she was doing um, following Mamma Mia 2 is the ABBA Covers album. And um, we heard some of the songs here. We played SOS and Dancing Queen. She sounds great. So it will be heavy. You know there's going to be that stuff. But she also has so many hits. Starting with, I'm going to quiz you, Holly. Oh, please. Um, All right. I had Donnie because we're going to sing a share song today. Whoa. And our Friday sing along. (laughs) Fantastic. Uh Uh-huh. So I had Donnie. Googled the top five share hits oh. of all time. Of all time. Of all time, including Sonny and Cher. Yeah, yeah, including uh, Sonny yeah, and Cher. Well, yes, yes. What do you think number is one. in the top five? Just oh, tell so, me what's in okay. the top five. What's going to be in the top five? Well, number one is going to be Believe. It's number two. But number t- oh. And that's what we're going to sing today. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Then there's something bigger than Believe. Mm-hmm. 
It could be I've got you, babe. That comes in at four. At four. Then if I could turn back time. That doesn't even make it. Really? I know. Oh my gosh. So we had a lovely sing along in the double white daddy. Well, lovely is an interesting choice. How can you not have a sing along (laughs) to share music? That's right. So Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves. Okay. um, Coming in number five is. Number four, I got you, babe. Number three, I was born as a woman of travel and show. Gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Number two, do you believe? And number one, half breed. Really? That one surprised me. That was the biggest chart hit. Yeah. I really? Isn't that surprising? That is very surprising. I'm sure. It's all in the hood. Half breed. Yeah. Okay, so she was on Ellen's show today, and that hasn't aired here, but I know they taped it earlier today. Um, and here she is talking about, I mean, she looks amazing. She's 72 years old. We know she doesn't drink. She doesn't eat bad food. She's never smoked and used drugs. Um, I swear she just is a walking ad for beauty. Yes. So here she is talking about her workout routine with Ellen. Cher, can I tell people how old you are? Yeah. Can you believe, she's 72 years old. Do you work out a lot? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Every day? Not every day, but a lot of times. How long can you do a plank for? Well, I, yeah, I have, I, once I did five minutes, but I'll never do that again. Wow. But I could do it like for two, two minutes without a sweat. Yeah, Michelle Obama wants to challenge me because we did push-ups and she's now like, she's at plank as her thing. I think she could do it for five minutes. You should challenge Michelle. Uh, yeah, um, right. No, I have to hear, just call Because her. we were watching you in, in rehearsal, and we were talking about your ass. And I need to know what you do. We want to know your butt exercises. Well, I have a number of them. Like, like... like okay, oh, this is, okay, so this is, sounds so dumb. Because when I say the first thing, I know you're going to do something really dumb. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. Well, okay, okay. try it. So you get down on all fours. Mm-hmm. Okay. The water hydrant. Is someone else in the room? (laughs) (laughs) No. Well, sometimes. Okay, so you get down on all fours and you put your leg up, like you make an L with your leg, right? And then you just do it up like that. I know. Right? I know that one. You do fire hydrants. Yes. Mm -hmm. These are like not new things, but then I've got a thing called. How many times do you do that up in the air like that? You do three sets of 25. 25. Right. And then I have a power plate and you do. You do squats, you just do old-fashioned things. And I have to confess, I do Zumba. Do you do Zumba? Yeah. Wow. You go to a Zumba class? No, I have a tape. You do it at home? Yeah. I would like to see that. No. Okay. (laughs) And I have a tape. I love that Cher just does a Zumba tape in her living room, just like everybody else. Zumba makes you happy. Well, yeah, because it's great music, music, and your dance. I have a friend Lisa who did Zumba, and boy, I just she, look like I'm freaking out in the back of the room. So good, <laughs> Zumba. I know Zumba, Zumba, Zumba. Okay, it's, hard. it's Zumba, Zumba, Zumba. All right, so we've got a lot to get to today, starting with the morning show <clears throat> making extreme amounts of fun of me. What? Um, we will discuss it when I come back, and we will listen to what they said. Tu 
Thanks for hanging out with us today. It's Lori and Julia, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. And you can download us and listen to us whenever you want on any podcast app that you have. But I would use the My Talk one. It's simple, it's easy, and ready to go. Yes. So yesterday, I, I felt like I kind of was having an off day a little bit. And I was, um, I did. And I felt really swamped, kind of like Uh, I didn't get all my mm, reading in for the job. ADD was bubbling Mm -hmm. in me. Um, A lot of stuff was going on. And so then Rocco, our um, genius, who does all of our commercials and promos and everything that he does. Production director. Calls me into his office and I thought, all right, I've got to go work on some ads. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking I'll have quick lines, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I go in there and I do my ad and then he hands me what looks like uh, it's a nine by 11 sheet of paper with so much type on it. I'm like, what's this? And he says, oh, you know, you know what they do on the morning show when they read from Don's journals? Yeah. Passing notes. Yeah. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. Okay. The next iteration of their dear diary. Yes. So passing notes. And so... So he wanted me to read a note. And I'm like, I don't have time for this. I don't even have my show done. I'm not going to work on their show. Oh, God. I said it. I was was so stressed out about getting everything done in time for the show yesterday. Burt Reynolds has just died. And I'm like, how are we going to honor him? I just didn't have time for it. And so I end up doing it. Mm -hmm. And then as a team player, (laughs) but apparently they (laughs) made a lot of fun of me. Well, so he, here, here we go. As what, well, as everyone does around here. Well, yeah. And I probably deserve it. But so whatever. we'll uh, we'll start with you actually playing the part of Mimsy. Yes, Mimsy. Okay. That's Mimsy's who I was from, from, from high school. Okay, here's here's Julia. Okay, we've got another one here. Are you ready? This is a new my talk player. <laughs> yes. Okay. But it looks like we got another one. Oh, I've got another note here. To Don from Mimsy. Congrats. Rob sucks four bucks. No, wait. Rob sucks for free. Your Oshjosh is really cool. I know. I spent two weeks with him. He's probably one of the nicest guys I know. Yay! Algebra! Mrs. Williams is in such a good mood. Cool. I'm in a good mood. What about you? Cool. Movie popsicle sticks. Two cool plus two awesome equals four you. Short note, I can't write right now. Later, babe. I would never say babe. Yeah, but this isn't you talking. This is like Dawn's teenage friend. (laughs) Later, babe. You know who? The studette. Can I say your favorite studette? Fine, just be done with it. Later, babe. You know who? Your favorite studette. Big improvement. Thanks, Julia. See you next week. <laughs> Is that it? Oh, oh that was it. Here, here, here it comes. That wasn't bad. I have not heard this yet. Oh, man. That was nothing. Listen to that one again. We do. Because I did not anticipate that. Okay. So let me... Let, let us, yeah, apparently she was kind of crabby about recording these. Oh, of course, that's Julia. Oh, so you want to hear it again? Okay, first of all, get a grip, Julia. It's two seconds. Sorry you're doing it for a different show. And I, was she really trying to edit your own? I would never say that. I would that. never say, yes! babe. It's not you. I don't know if she really realized it or has heard the bit before. Does she know that's a coveted role? Mimsy. We've heard about Mimsy, Mimsy for a long time. In the diaries, yeah. Yes. We'll, we'll, we will replace her ass like Lassie. <laughs> 
If she continues being a biatch, we will we will replace her like Becky on Roseanne. Oh, oh chops, oh, busted, my Julia. That's very good. I loved it. Oh. oh. It really wasn't anything bad. They wanted me to say, he's got such a hot ass. And I said, I don't want to say that. But that's but what the letter you. wrote. It's it not didn't you. matter. And look, Julia, you just said he's got a hot ass on air right now. No, I know. I just, I just, <laughs> you said it. I was, you said I, it. I really didn't think I was that crabby. Rocco. <laughs> I really gave Rocco an earful, come to think of it. Mm-hmm. I was crabby and I probably deserved that. Well, then but they- about other stuff, not about this. <laughs> Um, so that's kind of funny. All right. That chop's busted. Yep. Thoroughly. If they ask Lori, what would Lori say? Are you well, got? No. They would never they ask Lori. Well, because her voice doesn't fit. You are Mimsy. You can channel Mimsy in a way, the fun Valley no. girl and the way that you yeah. just sounded in there. I don't know who Lori could be. Yeah, this sounds is in such a good mood today. Yeah. I that know. Was perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, anywho. Okay. <laughs> Oh, that was delightful. All right, so here you guys. Um, so um, I'm a little discombobulated right now. Oh, okay. Just having yeah. like five thoughts. Um, well, let's pick one and yeah, all right. spit it out. There. Okay, so um, Donnie, I know what it was. Uh, we were going to listen to um, The Boys to Men. This is called a sexy version of the national anthem. People are calling it... <laughs> Sexy, where did no. they sing it at? Uh, that was at last night's uh, uh, football game. Okay. Eagles. Between the, between the oh well, gosh, what was the Eagles, right? It was, it was the Falcons. In, uh, the yeah, Falcons. the Falcons and the yeah. Eagles. Birds. Oh, darn it. What did I do with it? Well, I'm going to sing okay. sex. Keep, you know, keep talking. Before, before you can find it, I just want to yeah, give a big shout out to the gang that worked on Joe Souchere's show, Rookie Joe Reavers. Um, and on Patrick Royce's show, Manny, Patrick Royce, John Height. Yeah. Um, the, today's their last day on our brother station, ESPN 1500. And, um, yeah, the ride with Royce and Garage Logic. Mm-hmm. It's their last day on ESPN 1500. But you can podcast. They'll be doing a podcast. Mm-hmm. So you can still listen to them. They'll do it, I believe, daily. They're going to be podcasting and doing everything. But it's really, so I, um, Patrick Royce has on a tie today. And a man shirt. You know, I've never. I know it's very I've uncomfortable. Never, it's very disconcerting to see Royce in a button-up shirt. I've seen him in one, and I'm like, "You look so cute." No. So he looks so cute. So Hannah posted a picture of us on Twitter, but they, they have been so so much fun for us. Yeah. For so long. I mean, Lori's whole thing, whatever she could try to make Joe blush or anything, and Patrick always is just so fun. Um. So we're gonna miss them. Yeah. But you can still hear them, you guys. They're going to be podcasting, so that's going to happen. Donnie, did you find it? Uh, my my um, my email got all screwy here, so just give me uh, five more seconds. And I- hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I will I will get it. I'm going to sing you a sign. I know it. I, it's fine. Stupid email. It oh, is yeah. absolutely fine. Um, All right. It's since we have to just vamp, um, Miss America is on Sunday night on ABC. Oh, yay. Gretchen that's... Carlson is calling it Miss America 2.0. Oh, that's the um, right institution. Uh-huh. They're no longer judging women on their physical attributes. Yeah, no swimsuit competition no swimsuit. this year. I don't even know if they have to wear a gown. Oh, really? I feel like they get to choose to wear their own clothes or something. It's going to be, it'll be interesting, but it's really, they're going to be, it's not about their appearance. It's based on their integrity, based on their values, based on what they do in the community, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. I kind of miss, I mean, it was kind of fun watching them all pose in the dresses and stuff and walk the aisle and stuff. I feel but like I haven't watched it since I was a kid. Well, exactly. Yeah, the last that was time fun as a kid. In. Yes, you as know, a kid. Because as Miss Minnesota, you always be like, "Oh, I hope she wins." You oh, know, yeah. let's get her in there. Yeah, and that I, would be so good. In 2018, I feel like the concept of Miss America is a little antiquated. And it is. I'm not really. I'm fine with right. it evolving into right. the year of 2018. I, we don't need the swimsuit competition because, by the way, the swimsuits that they were wearing in the swimsuit competition—it's mm-hmm. just like a really hmm. They're like from 1985. <laughs> They're like the really like the oh, high yeah. cut and the yeah. cups. And it's just like, I'm glad that it's evolving. And if you like Miss America, get invested in it. But I think it doesn't even really need to be a thing anymore. But if you're honoring women for doing good things, then just, I don't know, get rid of the whole beauty pageant competition anyways. And then and reformat in a way that actually acknowledges. Have a, have a debate. Well, or yeah. What, what, that's I mean, right. that would. I mean, it would, well, something different. I mean, because yeah. because the, it felt like the whole thing was built around their looks. Yes, well, and, they, and they say their talent, but you know, it was two. You had a bikini, you had a ballroom, and you had a talent piece, and you had one question. Half of it was your looks. Yeah, maybe you could twirl a baton, be a ventriloquist, or like play spoons my, on your knees. One of my favorites is from Sandra Bullock when she was in um, Miss Congeniality. Yes, she was. And her thing that she did is she could play a song going around the crystal, the top of the crystal cups. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I thought that was very clever and very cute. Well, maybe someone will be doing that on Sunday night. We'll see. All right. So when we come back, we've got a special call from New York. Stay with us. We're going to find out what went down last night on a special show. This is My Talk 1071. Lori and Julia, we'll be right back. is the My Talk Now trending report. Interesting day on the World Wide Web. 
Trending online this afternoon would be Elon Musk and his very special appearance on the Joe Rogan podcast where he was smoking a little something and drinking a little something. Also trending online this afternoon, it would be National Beer Lovers Day. And also trending online this afternoon, we have Norm MacDonald and uh, his show on Netflix. Also something that's debuting this weekend would be the second season of The Deuce that's on Sunday night on H. HBO. And also, of course, oh, share trending this afternoon. We have a treat. It is my girlfriend, Lady Di, from New York City. And I think I told you guys um, yesterday or the day before I called her and was talking to her and I'm like, are you going to go to the U.S. Open? She goes, no, it is so hot here, but we're going to go try to go to Jimmy Fallon. So, Lady Di. Hello. You you got to go see Jimmy Fallon. I did. I would have liked to have gone to the U.S. Open, but it was 94 degrees and um, all week. And finally, it's 74, and we are loving it. Oh, I bet you mm. are. It was it, the players said it's just been a sauna steam bath anyway. Okay, so tell every, tell us how did you? What was the process of getting tickets to go on the Fallon show? Well, it's a little crazy. What they do is actually today they they release um, tickets for the following month. So you could go online and possibly get some um, that are considered reserved, but the theater itself is really small. I was really shocked. Like how so many the, seats? Um, there were two. I think two hundred and forty seats. Wow, that um, is small. And so when you go a month ahead, if you're lucky enough to get them, you don't know who's going to be the guest because they don't give that information out. Sure, right. So. Um, Anyway, the process, you can go get standby tickets. So the process is, we called in, Rachel did all the research. You have to, I mean, if you want any shot at all, you have to get there before 7 a.m. and get in line. And we um, got there about 6.45, I think it is, and they have very strict rules. There's even like a kind of a security guard watching you. Um, Very strict rules. You can't, like, save a spot for somebody else. Okay. You can't go out of line and even, like, do a coffee run. However, Rachel did a quick coffee run. Run nobody knew. Um, And then at 9 o'clock, they come out, and they give you a number of where you are in line. And so Rachel and I got 29 and 30. Oh, really? So then they said, I mean, there were probably 150 people in line or something. So then um, you go back to the building at 4.30 and check in, and they have to see it's, you know, you have to show your ID and go through all that process. And then they put you basically in this room where they line you up 1 through 150. Okay. And they're waiting for management and everybody else that had tickets to get all seated, and then they... um, came down and said, okay, we can take 23 and seat 23 people right now. And we were 29 and 30. And we're like, oh, crap. Right. And so so then um, they said, but um, numbers 24 through 50, I would think it would be beneficial for you guys to stick around and go to the bathroom, go grab a bite, and come back in 30 minutes. Okay. So we did that. We're like, okay, we're this invested in it now. We're not going to give up. And so we um, came back, 
And all of a sudden, they're like, okay, we can take 10 more. So we're like, oh, my gosh. And so we didn't, but they said, it's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. We're just going to get you through security um, because they have very tight security there. Um, Get you through security and have you all ready in case a few more spots open up. And thank heaven they did. So I think like three more people behind us got in. Um, But we got in. and It was was so fun. They had... um, Paul McCartney, who's having a surprise concert here um, tonight. Where? Um, well, he did not want to, you know, it's a surprise. Right. He didn't want to give it away, but he said um, it's going to be a grand concert. And then... Grand Central Station? Uh, for his for his um, new album called Egyptian Station. So he goes, that's all I'm going to tell you. So... With that, of course, we deducted it was at Grand Central Station. So um, we're going to head on over there tonight with probably the millions of other New York uh, people. So, um, but super fun show. And Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon is just, oh my gosh, he's so darn cute. Was he fun? Oh, it was so fun. They have a comedian in the beginning to kind of warm up the crowd. Yeah, the fluffer. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's so they're getting things ready, and he was actually pretty, really funny. And um, he's just, oh, he's he's just so awesome. I mean, in between, he'd be, you know, jamming when you wouldn't see him on camera. And he, he's just, I mean, he exuberates fun. He's just, it was so awesome. And then at the end, he comes around, and um, he shakes a few people's hand, and we happen to be on the aisle. So he came back, and he shook my hand, and, like, I didn't let him go. <laughs> like, oh. He was <laughs> he was turning to talk to somebody. I was still hanging on. Oh, like, lady, oh. die! Did you like get a thirty-second handhold with him? Oh, so. Was this something that you've always wanted to do? You've always wanted to go and see a taping of the Tonight Show with Jimmy Fallon. Like this is a oh, bucket list yeah, thing I've for you. I loved him. I love him. I, I record him, and yeah, it was super fun. So and um, yeah, Kendall Jenner was there. Okay, which, you know she. It's Fashion Week here in uh, New York City. Right. So you see lots of. Um, Beautiful people walking around all the time um, this week. It's been a lot of fun. And I swear, everybody, they say Minnesota has really physically fit people. I beg to differ. I, I think uh, New York, I mean, I we, you walk everywhere. It's just constant activity. Right. And so Rachel lives on the fifth floor. We No elevators. That's so her daughter. Moved, uh, yeah, we had to move all of her stuff up and down. And just, we've been... I don't even know how many miles each day. It's it's a very physically fit and just all the melting pot. It's just beautiful people. I, it's just incredible. Oh, how fun, Diana. But I asked Diana, Lady Di, what happened when Kendall was on? She goes, who cares? I can't stand those Kardashians. I think they're a waste of time. <laughs> I'm with you, sister. I refused, you know, because they have the little signs, applaud, applaud, that flash, and you're supposed to, like, go crazy. I refused. Used any time she was up there, and when she came out on stage, I'm like, nope, can't do it. Oh, you, resist. You, you showed her. <laughs> That's right. Way to hold out. So it sounds like you're having fun. Oh, what a cool thing to see of all people, because Holly is like a super Beatles fan. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he did a song. He was, and, and then Jimmy went up there. It was actually on last night, and um, he just. Oh, my gosh. Paul just totally still rocks it. He's, what, 76 or 78 or mm-hmm. something? And he is just amazing. And he was so funny. I mean, you know, even in between what you saw on the uh, show, he was just 
working the audience. He's just, oh, he's incredible. Oh, yeah. wonderful. Oh, yeah. fun. I'm so jealous. Well, you guys have fun. Thank you so much for calling in. We will miss you. Oh, I love you. That's my friend, Lady Di. Okay, so she (laughs) used to thank you, Lady Di. She used to always tease me that every one of our other friends has been on the show. Oh, on that's an or your show on our show because we had a group of us that all started at the Twin Cities Reader in the late eighties. She started as my boss, and we've all been friends since then. And the friendship, the group includes. Lady Di, mm-hmm. um, Stephanie Hansen, yeah, who had her own show and does have her own show, you know. So she, but before that, she was on our show, and then um, Lisa Timick, our other friend, and she came on one day to talk jewelry or something. Donnie, I had my neighbor on and my friend Ann on, and I had different people on. She's like, "What is it going to take for you to put me on?" <laughs> you had the and, per- I, and I said, "You uh, just have to find something interesting. Get that your way. angle, and Lady Di. Yes. Even when, and she does this amazing charity backpack, um, backpack for kids, or what is it called? With her, and she does so much volunteer work. And she started this program at Minnetonka High School where they um, go into different schools." And do tutoring for inner city kids that need the schools need extra help. Oh, sure. So the kids, the, the kids, kids go into yes. tutor the other kids. Yes. So it's a peer to peer thing. Yes. And oh, she's great. just done so. And they've launched it at, I mean, they've done it at other high schools. She's amazing volunteer she gives back so much and i'm like just be interesting <laughs> oh well right. give you well and she was because she saw yeah, paul mccartney perform live I know. on the tonight show with jimmy fallon How so cool is i mean would you have died holly yeah i would have died and then i would have disintegrated and then it would have been a pile of clothes because i'd have been so happy that i could just have rapturized myself and then i would go away peacefully <laughs> oh well that would be happy why am I? wow you, you, you've thought it out <laughs> yes, yeah yes. but but i wouldn't want to meet him and i've already i don't want to ever meet any of my celebrity idols or people because that i admire you'll be disappointed because i'll be disappointed and what am i going to tell paul mccartney that he hasn't heard five million times i think the only thing i'd want to say is thanks paul Maybe well, you'd say you're your welcome. Your music makes me happy. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, bye. So Have a nice day. You know they had a um, that happened to me with who? Barbara Streisand? Well, no, oh, okay. Okay. because then and you were not even, and, and not even that big. It wasn't that. It was more of a crush. It was oh. an idol crush, and he's right there next to you before all of his tattoos, bare chested. David Beckham. Mm-hmm. When the heck did before, you see David Beckham? I met him when they he came here at downtown Minneapolis at a special charity thing he was with the la galaxy and this is a good 10 years ago don't mind me i remember we were working with jb hudson and i wore these h stern earrings that i i still remember my outfit i had my monique louvier top on look at how fancy you were really cool tuxedo pants and i thought i was all that yeah and met him and hi i'm david Well, you had no idea that the voice doesn't really No one really had heard him talk because he was just a photo at that point in time and he played soccer and he was hot. But then when I heard that, I was just like, ah, Lori, you're not going to believe it because she didn't come with me. You're not going to believe it. You were scandalized. I was scandalized. All right, so thanks for hanging out with us today. Um, when we come back, we knew this was true, but it even makes it, it's just horrific. Mm-hmm. What the big cheese at CBS did to Janet Jackson after the 2004 Super Bowl. It's unbelievable. Timberweight Lake come on at the end of her show, and he ripped off a piece on her bodice. 
and it exposed her nipple barely. Okay, no, we saw it. Well, I was, it was I was with my kids around whatever. We yeah. saw it, <laughs> and I'm okay, just saying either. that because I texted my boys today. Yes, remember that. Okay, and so it was only what was it one sixteenth nine sixteenths of a second of a second. Yeah, but I remember I don't know where Bill was and the boys and I are watching it, and all of a sudden it happened. We all look at each other like, <gasps> you know, because they're young. Well, of course, and so we're just like, wow, you were scandalized. And then we came to work and everything, the blow up, and we always saw it. And this is Lori's held a grudge against Justin Timberlake since then. She's not wrong because. He, we didn't think he stood up enough for Janet. Um, but now we have a little bit more to the story that makes a lot of it make sense. And yeah. it has to do with the head of CBS, Les Moonves. Right now, he is probably going to be ousted from heading CBS amid sexual harassment allegations and following the investigation from the New York Times. Mm-hmm. And so that's going to probably be happening. And we were talking about it yesterday that... Sumner Redstone's daughter and um, CBS and Les Moonves. There is a power control thing happening right now, and there's yeah. going to be a big chair board. There's a big board, board meeting, meeting that's happening, and it seems month. that Les Moonves is ne- negotiating the terms of his exit yes, from he CBS. Is. Yes, yes, he is. Parachute. So yeah. why why did this affect Janet Jackson so bad? It affected. Here's how it affected us. Mm. Here, tell me. We've been on the air for two years. We had to be in the attorney's office many times. We had new training about um, what you can and cannot say on the radio because the fine, the FCC fine went from $35,000 or something easy to $450,000 overnight because of this discretion on live TV with Nipplegate. So it's interesting. This... um, Writer and reporter Yashar Ali from the Huffington Post thought, hmm, I'm going to go and see if I can find out anything about Les Moonves and call people. And, and, I, and he said, I'll just talk to him off the record, but I want to do a story on this follow up amid the sexual allegations sure. and see if he can find out more. And he said, well, what he found out was that... Um, he not only one of the things that allies and allies and critics of Les Moonves said is that he tends to remember who his enemies are and exact revenge on them on his own terms from actors to entertainment lawyers. People who ended up on the wrong side of Les Moonves would often become his target for years after they upset him. Mm-hmm. Here's what happened with the um, wardrobe malfunction on CBS aired that um, Super Bowl in 2004. It truly was a malfunction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And it was 100% because Justin Timberlake ripped off both parts of this bustier thing yes. instead of one. It was yes. a mistake. Not on purpose. It was a mistake. Yeah. Right. 100 million Super Bowl fans saw it. However, Moonves wasn't convinced it was a malfunction, but rather an intentional bid to stir up controversy. Janet Jackson was having a brand new album that was coming out the next month or weeks later or something. So he had been open about the fact that the incident caused him great embarrassment. He told sources who spoke to um, Yashar Ali, who wrote this article, that Jackson in his mind was not sufficiently, read the word, repentant. repentant. Thank you. So meaning that she wasn't groveling enough to left Moonves. Yeah. And CBS, yeah, let me just keep going here. CBS aired the Grammys a week later and they were carried on CBS. Yep. 
and he uninvited both Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so we didn't know that they were uninvited. Mm -hmm. We knew that they weren't there. We didn't have any of this detail. So what happened then is Justin Timberlake went to Les Moonves and cried and begged and pleaded and ended up performing Mm -hmm. a week later. And Janet was banned. And she didn't go up to him and beg him to go to the Grammys. In, In fact, she didn't beg him at all. She, he being Les Moonves, the head of CBS, ordered all of Viacom properties that owned CBS at the time where they were both in the same company together. Yep. Properties, VH1 and MTV and all Viacom-owned radio stations to stop playing Janet Jackson's songs and music videos. It had a huge impact on the sales of her album, Demita Joe, which was released in March. So it was just one month later. And they also say that... Um, among people's that we all felt that all the blame from Nipplegate was all on Janet mm. and none of it was on Justin because rightly we would think that a week later Justin's performing on the Grammys. Yeah. Yep. And she is nowhere to be found. Um and her career really went in the dumpster after that and his flourished. Seven years later, after the incident in two thousand four, Les Moonves told several sources he was Furious when he found out that Janet Jackson's book deal for her book, um, True You, A Journey in Finding and Loving Yourself, and it was about her eating, um, over eating, uh, what do you call Disorder? it? Disorder? Yes, thank you. Um, was signed, he, she signed it with Simon & Schuster, but that was owned by CBS at the time. And he goes, how the blank did this slip through seven years later? Mm -hmm. Uh, He asked while recounting the story to a source who spoke to, you know, this writer um, that heads are going to roll. He couldn't stop the deal, but it's just not clear if he fired the person who signed the deal at Simon & Schuster. He sounds like a vindictive Dinkus Moranis. And this is, well, you have to say the least. But this is really for, I mean, we've been obsessed with this. We talked about it at nauseum. It affected how we did our job. It affected how a lot of media did their job for a long time. But we were really, really careful because we, you know, $450,000 fine. Talking about Nipplegate. Nipplegate. It affected everyone and how he never seemed to take the blame. Yep. Oh, Justin Timberlake right. never took the blame for his actions he never, on the Super Bowl stage. He apologized to her, and I know he said some stuff about it initially, but it never seemed like enough. Yeah. But it kind of makes sense now that it was all behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They didn't yeah, allow her to have never access. Right. Never we never knew this, but no. she really went nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I mean her career basically flatlined after the Super Bowl in two thousand four. And now we're knowing why, because Les Moonves was the architect of Janet Jackson's demise, and it was just a personal petty vendetta that this one man had against Janet Jackson, the performer, because she didn't grovel enough. She didn't go and kiss his mm-hmm. butt enough because she knew and she understood that what happened was a mistake, but it was just that. It was a mistake. But mm-hmm. he made her feel it forever because she didn't beg. Isn't that something? And that just speaks to the sad. character mm-hmm. of this guy. Yeah. And Julie Chin has got to be going crazy today. That's his wife, and she's on the talk. And the host of Big Brother, or whatever she calls. Well, he's probably denying it to her. No, you know, but this in a, is in private leasing. But it I doesn't. Didn't do any it of doesn't that. matter. Yeah, I'm sure he had conversations with her at a time that time because they were together. 
you know, you don't not say, oh, I'm so pissed at her or something in your own personal life because that was such a major taboo that happened. I feel like Julie Chen probably understood the character of Les Moonves when she was getting together with him. But let's face it, her relationship with Les Moonves is the reason why she is on the talk, why she is the host of Big Brother. I think she kind of understands perhaps maybe the uh, transactional nature of her relationship. I mean, even though I'm sure it's true love forever and mm-hmm. just less oh, and Julie and they gosh. carve their names on a tree. Holly, you're so <laughs> cynical. <laughs> Honestly, oh, love it. It is. This just blows me away. And yeah. I mean, the talk is catering to women. I mean, this one would be a hard one. Wow. All right. There you go. Put that in your back pocket. Mm, we, when we come back, it is it's Friday, so it must be time for Shazam. We'll be right back. Real.